The Black Land First Movement's case against Western Cape Premier Helen Ziller is expected to resume in the High Court in Cape Town today. The organization is demanding that Ziller publicly apologize for her controversial colonialism tweets earlier this year, which BLF maintain are racist. During the last court appearance, BLF spokesperson Lindsay Marsdorp said they want justice against Ziller and all those who defend colonialism. Ziller tweeted about the advantages of colonialism after a visit to Singapore. She faced a DA disciplinary process and as a result was removed from all party decision-making structures but retained her post as Premier. Charges have been withdrawn against a woman who rescued her daughter from alleged rapists at Lady Frere in the Eastern Cape last month. The 54-year-old woman was facing charges of murder and attempted murder, murder after she allegedly stabbed the trio whom she caught raping her 27-year-old daughter at Zwartwater. One of the suspects was killed and the, and the other two hospitalized. NPA spokesperson Lukoyo Tali has confirmed that they've declined to prosecute and the magistrate announced the withdrawal. The Life Isidimeni Family Committee says they hope for a full disclosure from government on how their loved ones died. The committee is comprised of the families of the more than 100 patients who died after they were removed, or rather moved from Life Isidimeni to various unlicensed NGOs across Gauteng. The arbitration hearings headed by retired Deputy Chief Justice Dikhang Museneke gets underway in Parktown, north of Johannesburg, today. The hearings will run for three weeks. Christine Tomalo is a member of the Life Isidimeni Family Committee. We are hoping to get them to tell us the truth. No longer hide in the shadows. As much as we've worked with them, we still believe there's a lot of things that they have not been open and clear about. So we're hoping that we clear the clouds and then also for them to actually make sure or assist us in getting these people to be um, prosecuted if need be. So we're hoping that nothing from government side will hinder any of the processes that need to take place. Turkey's currency has dropped sharply against the U.S. dollar following a diplomatic row between the two countries. Both sides have suspended most visa services. The BBC's Mark Lowen reports. A fortnight ago, Donald Trump hailed U.S.-Turkey relations for being as close as we've ever been. Now the U.S. has suspended non-immigrant visa services and its diplomatic missions in Turkey, prompting Turkey to do the same at its embassies and consulates in America. It comes after the Turkish authorities detained an employee at the U.S. consulate in Istanbul for alleged ties to the movement Ankara blames for planning the failed coup. The U.S. says there's no evidence and accuses pro-government media here of libeling the employee and publishing his home address. Turkey insists it is legitimately rooting out the wide network of those backing the coup plotters. That was the BBC's Mark Lowen. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Tamara Snow.